Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. What's good, my friends? This is the most interactive sports talk show anywhere. It's Offsides, Mark Ryan and Diesel. And we are the Fan Upstate rolling out until 7 o'clock p.m. today. Thrilled to have you with us. The Renewal by Anderson fan phone is there for you at 844-326-3663. And the text line is there for you at 71307. Just start your text with the word fan and away you go on the show. Coming up on the show today, if you had the number one pick in the draft, what would you do? I will show you mine if you show me yours. Uh, You have heard, I believe it was Nicolas Cage, Diesel, that was in the movie Face Off. But how about who is Face Of? We will tackle that coming your way at 340. We've got got, uh, Brent Beard joining us at 4 o'clock p.m. today. Heisman Trophy voter. New proposed playoff, 14 teams. What does he make of that? We've got our spring ball wish list. Uh, I was running a couple errands this morning, and I heard an interesting conversation on the Rob Brown show uh, about uh, it was a specific sports movie question. We'll add some detail to that coming up at 4.40 p.m. We've got the top five at five. We've got either or, and we have you here on the most interactive sports radio show anywhere. Great to have you with us. My friends, does Caitlin Clark go down as the all-time points leader in NCAA history if she scores 18 points on Sunday? The correct answer to that question, of course, is yes, she does. Yes, she will. That most certainly will take place. That most certainly will happen. But you know and well as you know as well as I do that there are two record holders. There is the official record holder, and there is the record holder in the court of public opinion. And I can illustrate this. Barry Bonds is the all-time MLB home run king. He is the single season home run king. He is those things, right? But I don't regard him as such, do you? I will never regard him as such. Uh, We have a Hall of Fame that doesn't have the all-time hits king in it. Pete Rose. Wait a minute, so he has the most hits. What are you supposed to do when you're a batter? Get a hit. He's done that thing more than anyone else has ever done that thing, 
and he is in not your hall he is not in your hall of fame which makes it a hall of shame in my opinion who really is the all-time hits king if he's not in the hall of fame right uh the clemson tigers have national championships in the 2016 season in football in the 2018 season in football guess how many national championships the ncaa recognizes clemson as having in football zero Zero national championships. So, okay, well, do they have a national championship then? Who regards them as national champions? And I think that was part of UCF's point all along when UCF had a national championship parade, declared themselves national champions. Their their point is essentially, who are you to say we're not national champions when your own governing body doesn't declare champion to the team who wins the tournament anyway guess what mark you're a national champion i'm a national champion champ diesel you are a champion of the game of life jd in simpsonville you are officially a national champion and i'm not talking about playing on playstation butch jones remember he did that champions of life thing at tennessee remember that back in the back in the the day i mean that was that was the thing that was the jam so guys um here is here is the deal all right Caitlin Clark needs 18 points on Sunday to become the all-time points leader, all-time leading scorer in college basketball history. Men, women, any age, any era, anything. She needs 18 points. She has a home game against number two Iowa State in which she can do that. You could not write a script like this. They're hosting the number two team in America, okay, they're hosting that number two team with the uh, with the record on the line. You, like you could not write a script like this. She is going to score more than eighteen points at home, and she's going to go down as the record holder. In the last uh, ten days, she's surpassed Kelsey Plume to have the all-time NCAA record. She's surpassed Lynette Woodard to uh, set the all-time major college basketball scoring record. She has done both of those things in the last 10 days. But she is still behind Pistol Pete Maravich. Now, let us bring you into the argument that people are are posing. Okay? There's a lot of folks, um, hopefully more than just misogynistic men, okay, Uh, sexist men. There's a lot of folks that are saying, well, wait a minute, Pistol Pete did his in three years, Uh, did his in three years. Caitlin Clark is, this is her fourth year. Freshmen were ineligible when Pistol Pete played. There was no three-point line when Pistol Pete played. Boy, say that three times fast. Pistol Pete played. There was no shot clock, so you could hold the ball for forever and a day. Like there was nothing that made you give up the basketball. And in an era where teams struggled to score 44 points as an entire team, Pistol Pete averaged 44 points. Uh, Caitlin Clark has averaged 28 points a game. If your debate is who is the better player, that is a debate. Okay? Like, you can make that debate. You can make the debate that Pistol Pete is the best player uh, that college basketball has ever seen was also an incredibly fine NBA player. But my friends, regardless of how long it took them or what the rules are then versus what the rules are now, Caitlin Clark is going to be your all-time record holder. And we ask you that question to open the show today, okay? After Sunday, who do you consider the all-time scoring leader in basketball in NCAA history? Are you going to go with Caitlin Clark or are you going to go with the pistol Pistol Pete. 844-326-3663. That's 844-326-3663 on the Renewal by Anderson fan phone. And the text line is there for you at 71307. Just start your text with the word fan and away you go on the show. Diesel, who is your record holder? When Caitlin Clark beats this on, on Sunday, who is your record holder all time? Uh, you have to go with what the record book says. I, I, you know, these people who, who want to insert whatever reality they want, it's, it's just endemic of the society we live in. Oh, I don't like your facts, so I'm going to change the game 
so that your facts are, are irrelevant or my facts are more, are more relevant. And this is the world I'm going to live in. I'm going to live in the world. My brain is stuck in the world. And you can tell me what year this happened. What year were freshmen allowed to play I don't know. in college basketball? I don't know. Whatever year that was, I'm going to live in a pre-that-year college basketball world. Well, that's fine, old-timer. Everybody else is living in the modern world, okay? Everybody else is living in this world where freshmen have been allowed to play, which means for decades, decades, players have had a full four-year stretch to try to beat his three-year record, and they hadn't been able to do it. They hadn't been able to do it. If it had happened in the first year of a four-year freshman eligibility career, then you might have something to say. But it's been a long time, and in four years, nobody's been able to beat that scoring record. So, like, eventually at some point, you got to just let it go, right? You got to be able to appreciate what's in front of your eyes. And we live in a world where people don't want to appreciate. They don't want to acknowledge what's happening right in front of them. And that is a really bitter place to be. Yeah, Texter is essentially saying, you're saying, Texter, what I, what I just said, I appreciate it. He said Pistol Pete had only three years to play since freshmen were ineligible. We said that. There was no three-point line. We said that. There was no shot clock so teams could hold the ball. We said that. Pistol Pete averaged 44 points a game. Clark's 28. We said that. To say she's breaking a men's record is a joke. It isn't the same game. Uh, no one said she's breaking a men's record. Texter, we're saying she's breaking the all-time record. Men, men or women. The now, record. now, here's what I would say to you, okay? I disagree with something Diesel said. I don't give a rip what the MLB record book says about Barry Bonds. He's not the all-time home run king to me. And when polled by uh, anybody... More than half of MLB fans don't consider Barry Bonds the home run king either. Well, don't we talk about how MLB fans are the ones costing the game growth in this modern era? So I don't know how you can hold on so tightly to the opinion of people who you yourself say are strangling the game. Well, Diesel, not all of them are strangling the game. I mean, to, to, some, of the, to some of the people, you know, doing things with integrity – Matter, but well, now I'm we're arguing you, semantics here. Well, no, no, no. I'm going to tell you, Clay, Caitlin Clark didn't break any rule. She played under the rules of her day. Okay, so you know, Texter, with respect to Pistol Pete's awesomeness, and he is awesome. Okay, the rules now are different. Unfortunately, it's the same way in the NFL. You know, you could set an all-time receiving yardage record, all-time rushing yardage record. Guess what? They play 17 games now, okay? As long as you didn't break a rule, I'm going to say, well, okay. Uh, the, the, the guy who did it in 16 games may have been a little bit better player, but the record book says your name. Caitlin Clark, the record book says your name, okay? The record book in MLB says Barry Bonds' name. The, the, the thing is, most people don't consider him the all-time home run king. And the court of public opinion is still a court, Okay, it's it's most certainly still a court. It's 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 per perhaps the most important court that is out there. Um, so I'm curious, and I ask you guys, and we can make this as simple on you and as painless as you want. Who is after Sunday the all-time scoring leader in collegiate basketball? One could is also say, Mark, with load management and the way the game has changed, to where you have multiple backs. For example, if we're talking about a running backs record or multiple wide receivers, just how many guys you rotate in and out of those positions, it's harder to do it now because you get fewer reps than guys back in the day who were getting the ball, you know, 40 times a game. But that is counterbalanced by the fact that they had no shot clock diesel. Do, do you, like, if, if you go so, back... So what you're saying is we can't decide the, the, the outcome of this argument because it's a different game. Of, well, sure. I mean, that, go, that goes without saying. But if you go back and you watch old basketball clips... They literally, like a team that with a two-point lead, would try to hold the ball for the final two and a half minutes of the of game. Course. You know? And, like, imagine, I mean, if you think about most frustrating sports, imagine playing that, being down two, and the team is just playing essentially keep away. Well, if, if that's the case, why don't we have a throwback league that plays under the 1957 rule book so that all you nerds who say you can't, 
You can't ever break one of those records because the game has changed. You can never break one of those records because it's not the same as it used to be. Why aren't you guys going back and playing 1957 rule basketball? You're not. I'm getting a lot of questions on the text line. I'm not getting a lot of answers. We ask you the question. You give us the answer. After Sunday, who is the all-time leading point scorer, the all-time leading scorer in NCAA basketball history? Is it Caitlin Clark or is it Pistol Pete Maravich? I'm answering Caitlin Clark. The NCAA record book will say Caitlin Clark. In Major League Baseball, it says Barry Bonds. I answer Hank Aaron. If you're a Clemson football fan, you claim national championships in 2016 and 2018. The NCAA says you have neither. That's, folks, this is, not, this is not hyperbole here. The NCAA says you do not have national championship wins ever. I don't know why they don't give you credit for the one in 1980. Was it 80-81? I don't know why they don't give you credit for that one. Okay? I, I don't know. But they also don't give you credit for 2016 and 2018. I don't know. Like, I, I, I don't have the answer there. I, 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 like, I know that the BCS and the college football playoff are not NCAA-sanctioned events, so that is why they don't quote-unquote count. But you would think on some level that they, you know, they have a chart and it lists each team's national championship for every sport. You can find this, you can find this online. Super easy to find, right? You can look up NCAA national championships by team, and you'll see football listed there, and Clemson doesn't have a number next to it. So, like, if we're talking about, well, the record book tells us what matters, does it? Does it? The record book doesn't have Clemson with any national championships. The record book tells you Barry Bonds is the national champion. So, you know, to me, with respect to what Caitlin Clark is going to be called, I'm trying to take a poll on the court of public opinion. Is it Caitlin Clark? Is it Pete Maravich? Regardless, Caitlin Clark is going to post a number on Sunday that is more points than Pistol Pete ever had, and she's going to do so in far more games than Pistol Pete had the privilege of playing. And we're trying to figure out what does the court of public opinion say? Madcraft throws this back at you using your words against you, Madcraft. I can't believe you would do that. He says, remember when Mark said Acuna's 70s, 70 bases stolen? Yeah. Wasn't impressive because the game had changed. Right. Oh, very. The Madcraft, 100%. Like, when you tell me that you can only make a pickoff move three times, and when you tell me the bases are bigger, and when you tell me, well, now the runner on first knows when he can steal because the pitch clock is running down, right? The pitcher's got to make a throw to first base. When you tell me all that, and when you tell me that stolen bases are up 26%, I'm saying, okay, great. Take 26% off of Ronald Acuna Jr.'s stolen base total, and that's what he has to me in the court of public opinion. I never said it wasn't impressive. I said, to me, it's not the record, okay? It's not the record. Um, you know, what, what, what were they saying? He's the first 40-70 guy. What a bunch of BS. What a bunch of hooey. What a bunch of nonsense. Like, you, Ricky Henderson would have stolen 300 bases with these rules. Give me a break. Give me a break. All right, guys. 71307. Give us your answers. Caitlin Clark, Pistol Pete Maravich, who is the all-time leading NCAA scorer after Sunday? What do you say? His name is Diesel. My name is Mark Ryan, and this is the most interactive sports talk show anywhere. It's Offsides, Mark Ryan and Diesel. We are the fan upstate. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. 
Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. It's Offsides, Mark Ryan and Diesel. We are... The fan upstate, great to have you guys with us, man. Could not do it without you. You know, um, Diesel, something has dawned upon me. Uh, the Do you remember a year ago at this time when uh, not it wasn't the Greenville Drive that got into a beef with us? It was Floor Field that got into a beef with us. Do you remember that? It was from oh, a yeah. lot of the. Um, it was from a lot of the. Um, Greenville Drive accounts, but it was really the folks at uh, at Floor Field that were mad at us. Do you remember? Do you do you like if you were to explain to somebody what that was about? Yeah, what would you say? Uh, it was a it was a Clemson South Carolina at Floor Field attendance take mm-hmm. where you said that the stadium presumably sold tickets fifty fifty divided divided all the seats fifty fifty. And that, from your vantage point, there were a lot more Clemson fans than there were South Carolina fans. You accused South Carolina fans of giving up their tickets and not being as into baseball as Clemson fans are, as shown by the attendance. And it lit the floor field accounts, lit the drive accounts on fire. Why do you think it lit them on fire? Because they were Gamecock fans. Oh, okay. So that that's interesting. That's your take. Right. I that's I my think take. I think I'm right on this, Diesel. Okay, I think I'm right. I don't know for sure, but um, they they got lit up, Diesel, because they want the game to be there, and for anyone to post anything that suggests that it's not a level playing field there mm. is going to lower their chances of being able to hold the game there in the future. Okay. Now I want the game to be held there. At the same token. Um, this wasn't, you know, that wasn't a take against Floor Field. That wasn't a take against the Greenville Drive. It, it was a take kind of propping up Clemson fans and giving a diss to South Carolina fans because here they have 50% of the tickets and it's at least two-thirds or three-quarters Clemson fans there. So South Carolina fans sold their ticket allotment, many of them did, to Clemson fans, which created what felt more like a home field advantage for Clemson at the game. Well, to me, you know, as I as I thought about this, at first I was like, what is their problem? Like, what what do they care? You've got the game. The game is packed. It's, just, it's like, oh, they want the game here. They want the game here. And if the perception is that it's a home game for Clemson, they're not going to get the game here. Well, guess what's happening this weekend? Another bogus environment. You know, you play, you're supposed to play tonight, weather permitting, and it's not looking good in Columbia, South Carolina. Um, and then, Diesel, this is their neutral park, Segra Park, tomorrow in Columbia, South Carolina. That's their neutral park. They play tonight mm. at Founders. Yeah. They're, they're supposed to play tonight at Segra Park. They're saying, well, you could get rained out tonight. What do you do? Some people are saying, I'll play a doubleheader tomorrow at Founders. Really? Like, that's what you do? You play two out of three at South Carolina? That's what you do? All of these baseball venues throughout the state of South Carolina are clamoring for this series. This series will produce 
perhaps the highest attendance that any of these stadiums see the whole year, even with the teams that normally play there. You know, you talk to people with the Greenville Drive, they'll tell you Clemson, South Carolina is one of our highest attended, most attended games of the year, Greenville Drive included. You know, it might be the case that for every baseball stadium that they play in, that's the highest attended game of the year when Clemson plays South Carolina. But, my friends, they play tonight. They're scheduled to play tonight. We are waiting to see what the hell is going on. Diesel, do you think you can play baseball in this weather? I'm going to say no. Uh, no. I don't. I'm Absolutely say no. not. You can't play, especially if there's any lightning in the area. You can't play. I don't, is, I don't know that there is, but still. This kind of weather today, folks, is what I call an upstate special. From the beginning of November through the end of March, we get a disproportionate number of days that look exactly like this, that feel exactly like this. It just sucks that it's happening on the night of the first baseball game in this incredible series that we are all incredibly excited to see, man. Incredibly excited to see. Um, by the way, Clemson leads the series 186, 145, and 2. 186, 145, and 2. That is their advantage over the Gamecocks. Carolina won the 2023 series over the Tigers, winning the Saturday game in Greenville. That I attended with Angela and Jackson, uh, thanks to home runs from Carson Hornug and Cole Messina. So uh, we will see. We will see. Uh, man, I'm telling you, I'm telling you what, I'm excited to watch this, man. I'm excited to check it out. Uh, I will be viewing. I'll be watching. I don't think Segra Park is fair. I think, if I'm honest with you, and Floor Field is, is much closer to a neutral field, obviously, than Segra Park is. You can't be dropping a game in Columbia. You know, Clemson is 40, 45 minutes away from Floor Field. You're a, you're a Gamecock. You're an hour and a half away. So what? The difference is an hour. The difference is an hour. You can't drive an hour. Has anyone ever done a study of how many, like what the breakdown is between Clemson and South Carolina fans in Columbia? I would assume that there's a disproportionate amount of South Carolina fans in Columbia, but we don't know that for sure. Just because the school is there, it is the state capital. The state capital does draw a lot of people from all over the state to it. So I, I, you got to assume there are many, many, many Clemson fans and alums who get pulled to Columbia for various reasons. Mm -hmm. You know, we've done our polling, and what was the breakdown? It was like seventy percent Clemson fans, thirty percent South sure. Carolina fans, roughly. I mean, we could assume that it's flip flopped that way in Columbia: seventy percent oh, South easily. Carolina fans, thirty percent Clemson. But 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 Diesel, when you're picking a neutral site, okay, like for example. Florida, Georgia, and Jacksonville, or it's Georgia, Florida, because they won the most recent, like, 11 games. Uh, Georgia, Florida, and Jacksonville. The drive is two hours from UF. The drive is four and a half hours from Georgia. Yeah. That stadium is exactly split down the middle 50-50. Why? Because it's such a big event that Georgia fans aren't going to say we're not going. It is pathetic to me that you could have a game at Floor Field, and it could be 70-30 Clemson fans, and the reason given by Gamecock fans is it's much closer for them. It's an hour difference, Diesel. You got, you got people coming from Athens, Georgia, four and a half hours away to a game that's only two hours away from Gainesville, Florida, where the Gators play. Okay? And you got, you got South Carolina fans who are saying, okay, it's 40-minute drive for Clemson. It's an hour and 40-minute drive for us. And that justifies them having a home field advantage? Like what? It's not a hard drive that's from not, Columbia no. to Greenville. That's like, I don't understand the excuse there. I have never understood the excuse there. You know, roll your old bones into your vehicle. Roll your old bones over to Floor Field, okay? Um, and stop yapping about it. Because it's a beautiful stadium. It's a beautiful park. Segra Park, for what's supposed to be a neutral field, blows. Like, that's, that's just not, that's not what anybody should be doing. That's not what we should be doing here. All right, Caitlin Clark or Pistol Pete Maravich as the all-time record holder in college basketball. Uh, Texter says, Mark, does the CFL count towards the most passing yards records since it's considered professional football? Come on, man. I'm actually happy to learn that the Gamecocks have as many championships as Clemson football. Sweet. According to the NCAA, that is accurate. 
Texter says, Mark, it's Caitlin Clark. End of story. That's exactly what I was looking for. An answer. You know, an answer. Texter says, Mark, I'm a 51-year-old man, so I'm more old school. With that being said, Clark will be the scoring leader. I do disagree with you on Bonds, though. Why? Clark didn't cheat. Bonds did. When you cheated in high school, did you get the grade that you cheated with? Or if you were busted cheating, did you get eliminated? Yeah, but do you want Pete Rose in the Hall of Fame? Do you want Pete Rose's records to count? I I, I view gambling, Diesel, Does differently. It, I, you can yeah. view it how you want, yeah. but it's still cheating based on the rules of the game. Uh, yeah, I look it, at any infraction, at any infraction that is labeled as cheating should be viewed equally in people's eyes. I cheating that, is cheating. Yeah, I say there's levels to that. You know, like Barry Bonds was inflating his own stats. Pete, Pete Rose was doing nothing of the sort. Texter says Clark will be and should be considered the all-time scoring leader, but Pete averaged 44 without a three-point line is absolutely bonkers. When it comes to any goat, the great uh, goat-like conversation, I think it's important to always keep that player in context of their era. For example, MJ is the GOAT, but so is LeBron. Each man is the greatest in their own era. It's nearly impossible to compare past to present because every sport drastically changes with time. Texter, if you could, uh, when you send us that, if you could break up your texts, just a couple lines of text and then send a new text, that would be awesome. Uh, It's just easier to read that way. But uh, what I will say to you is what you just said is exactly what NBA Hall of Famer Rick Barry says to me every single time he's on my show. Every single time he's on. He says, you can't compare players for error. We're not asking who the GOAT is. We're asking who the record holder is in your mind. To me, it's Hank Aaron. Uh, it is not It is not um, Barry Bonds. Okay? It is not. To me, it's going to be Caitlin Clark because she didn't cheat. It is not going to be Pistol Pete Maravich. It's not. Uh, Texter says, what's your opinion on Pearl Moore's point total? She has 400 to 500 more points than Peter Clark. Texter, um, I don't know who that is. Full, full stop. I don't know who that is. You know, I don't know how many layers we're supposed to go down this. How many points scored do you have? Okay, I don't know who that is. Uh, Texter says, we would also be penalizing Clark for excelling in a sport that changed before her time. Dare we claim she didn't earn it? I, I would argue, Texter, that Caitlin Clark has pushed this sport so far forward, right? Like, you know, I haven't sat down with Caitlin, but, you know, you watch her play, and it seems like Steph Curry was a clear inspiration for her. Like, she plays like the female Steph Curry. And then when is she great? She's great like five to ten years after Steph Curry burst onto the scene. It seems like that's an obvious influence, you know, just like some of you guys hear me and say, Mark Ryan, I hear you. And it seems like Colin Cowherd is an obvious influence. I'm not trying to sound like him. It's just that I've listened to him a lot. OK, I've, you got to be yourself. Everyone else is taken. Caitlin Clark isn't trying to be Steph Curry. Uh, Steph Curry's already taken. But you can tell that it's an obvious influence there. And I would argue she has moved the game forward by so many leaps and bounds, brother. So many leaps and bounds. Uh, let's see here. To Diesel's point about it being harder to rack up offensive stats now due to rotations, the NFL and NBA. Let's see here. The NFL and NBA have geared their games to uh, to become explosive uh, offenses to where you can't physically defend offensive players. NBA Commissioner Adam Silver is actually exploring options to rein in offenses now because the pendulum has swung too far. That would be great to see, man. It has. You know, you're seeing 140 points a game, defense optional, defense impossible. Hey, Adam Silver, how did you enjoy that All-Star game? I think we have a clip from you on that, right? I did tweet last week uh, that I'm tired of seeing NBA teams tweet out, so-and-so had a 45-point game. Like it's a big deal anymore. Like everybody's having 45-point games constantly because nobody's playing any defense. It ceases to be impressive when everybody's able to do it every night. We got 12 guys, Diesel, 12 guys averaging 27 points a game or more. 12. What? Used to have 12 guys averaging 20 points a game or more. Uh, Let's see here. Uh, Texter says, is there any chance that Spartanburg could host a South Carolina Clemson game? Would it be too small? Uh, what is the stadium? 
What is the uh, the, the you, you we had said Diesel the the Spartanburg Stadium was supposed to hold like um, like three thousand three thousand fans uh, was was going to be the uh, the number there. Founders Park holds eight thousand two hundred and forty two. That would seem to be a potential issue. You'd sell out. The atmosphere would be raucous. Sure would be incredible, right? I'd love to see it. 3,500 seats is what it's supposed to be. They might say that's too small. They might say that's too small, but that would be a bummer, Texter. It that- also depends on could they bring in, is there, will there be areas to bring in temporary seating if they wanted to? Yeah. But I also don't know that Clemson and South Carolina would go play somewhere that small even with temporary seating in place. Would yeah. they say this is not really, you know, the stadium we want to be in. I'm sure it's going to be a beautiful ballpark, but they may just say they may just say, no, we'd rather go to one of these more established ballparks. You know how um, you know the, the the worst kept secret in town is that you know Clemson wants out of the ACC, and we had Don Munson say, I don't think what was it five years or ten years? I don't think Clemson is going to be in the ACC in another five years. Um, it's because he said he didn't think the ACC would exist in, yeah, in ten years. Yeah, w- wouldn't exist. So the question is, guys, you know, like to me, when I look at Clemson and when you hear the financial advantages that South Carolina is going to have and these other schools are going to have, we can't allow that to happen. We've got to be making that money at Clemson. When you hear that, I don't think the why at Clemson is football related. I think the why is what you see with basketball and baseball and men's soccer and and softball and golf and all those other sports. Because football funds all of those other sports. I, I actually don't think Clemson is worried about South Carolina having a $20 million financial advantage a year in football. I don't think they're worried about that. Okay, I think they're worried about the funding for the rest of their sports. Because look what we have right now this year in 2023-2024. Look at what we're witnessing. We've got the best Clemson team in basketball maybe ever. We've got a Clemson men's soccer national championship. We have Dawn Staley, number one women's team, seemingly every year. We have Lamont Paris about to get an incredibly lucrative contract extension. Okay? Like the, you know, the the high tide raises all ships, right? That's what's going on. That's what football's doing to all these other sports. And I think that's what Clemson's concerned about. You know, like Clemson doesn't want to go through, okay, well, here's our football season, and now football season's over, and football season lasted three months, September, October, November, and now the other eight months of the year, South Carolina's going to kick our ass. Why are they going to kick our ass? Because they make $20 million more than us in football. And that $20 million more than they make than us in football is more than every other sport makes gross combined. Okay. So I think when Clemson is arguing, I don't think that's a football-related discussion. I think that's an athletic department-related discussion, trying to ensure that they have the money required to sustain what you see at McWhorter Stadium, Clemson softball, to sustain what you see at Little John Coliseum, to sustain all of that. And it's, this sure is fun, isn't it? Like when, you, when you're watching top 25 baseball, Clemson, South Carolina – Top 25 basketball, Clemson, South Carolina. Projections and bracketology, five-seed Clemson, six-seed South Carolina. It's fun as hell, isn't it? Like, I, like, I'm totally enthralled by this right now. You know, like, one of the hardest – I had somebody I, – I had a con- – one of my mentors, guys, okay, is uh, the former executive producer of The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Okay, he's a guy by the name of Chad Scott. He's been really instrumental in my career – And I had a conversation with him recently, and he said to me, he said, man, like, Mark, I don't know how you do it. He said, "Um, you know, how do you do four hours in that market when there's no football going on? Like, that's, he goes, that's basically what they care about, right, college football? I said, yeah. He goes, that is not easy. And he goes, you never want to be in the mindset of filling time, but it's not easy to entertain people for four hours a day when there's no football going on in that market, I'd imagine. I said, you're right, Chad, but this year is the best year it's been because this year we have a college basketball team for both to talk about, a college baseball team for both to talk about, women's college basketball at South Carolina to talk about. That's where the money's coming in. 
right? This has been the easiest February I've ever had here because of the success of the college baseball and the college basketball teams. All right, coming up next, Beamer is at it again. Wish I could have warned my buddy Phil. We'll tackle that when Offsides continues right here on the most interactive sports talk show anywhere. It's Offsides. Mark, Ryan, and Diesel, we are the Fan Up State. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. It's Offsides. Mark, Ryan, and Diesel, we are the Fan Upstate. Great to have you guys with us, guys. Shano is at it again. He's at it again. Um, I, I, like, I just don't know what this dude's problem is. Like, I don't get it. I do not understand it. Okay? Today, um, Sports Talk uh, Media Network, Phil Kornblut, right, um, was opining on the receiver room at, uh, at South Carolina. And it was interesting because Shane Beamer did not, did very clearly not like what was said. Um, and, you know, Shane Beamer, as he is wont to do, says, sets the record straight in his, in his own way. All right? Um, so the, the tweet says, this is what Shane Beamer took offense to. He's been a little disappointed, Beamer is, in the freshman receivers they have signed under him, so he was looking to upgrade in that area. Too many drops last season as well. Best receivers have been ones he's inherited from previous staff or taken from the portal. So Beamer didn't like that at all. Beamer didn't like the way he was quoted. And he says, Phil, if you're going to try and insinuate something, at least quote me accurately. I said I was disappointed in how quickly our freshman wide receivers have developed and gotten on the field. That's coaching, and it starts with me. Same thing I told our wide receivers in person when I met with them. Not one media member in that room thought I was taking a shot at our wide receivers. I appreciate those members and their professionalism. This, though, it gets tiresome from you. Um, so sport, Phil Kornbluth responds, Phil, Coach Beamer is correct in his criticism of my post Though I was not quoting him, I should have included his words about development of the freshman receivers. I apologize for that mistake, however. I disagree with his comment that I was attempting to insinuate something that is inaccurate. I simply made a mistake and omitted a key word from his comments. No premeditated harm was intended. Um, the, the thing is, what you have is a head coach here who is insanely reactionary to everything. To everything. Insanely reactionary to everything. Do you know what the, the, the appropriate reaction from Shane Beamer there would have been? The, you know what the appropriate? Nothing. Nothing. Let Phil Kornblut say that. Let us say what we want to say. You know, like, guys, I, I bring you back to January 13th, 2023, 9.46 p.m. Shane Beamer. I normally don't respond to second-rate JV radio programs I've never heard of, and apparently no one else has either, considering you're in the upstate and have 8,000 followers. Do you have a good source other than, oh, I don't know, me? Happy for Garrett, we got our guy. As you guys now know, Shane Beamer said that at us. He yelled that 
at us. We gave him uh, his highest engagement tweet of all time. He never had a tweet with more engagement than that before us. He's never had a tweet with that much engagement since. Shane Beamer, you're welcome. A year plus later, I still defend that to the hilt. Okay? We had information that South Carolina was rightfully very interested in Garrett Riley. That information was that the information also said that Garrett Riley, the interest was not mutual. Garrett Riley was not interested in South Carolina. Would you be more concerned if that was right or wrong or more concerned if your school wasn't interested in Garrett Riley? You know, like for Shane to say we had no interest in Garrett, we got our guy, I have more concern with that than Garrett Riley not being interested in you. Why wouldn't you be going after Garrett Riley? Of course you're going after Garrett Riley. He was the number one available offensive coordinator out there. But you see, folks, instead of just coming to me, instead of calling my boss, instead of saying, hey, I'd like to set the record straight with Mark, Shane Beamer goes scorched earth. Okay? Go scorched earth. Uh, he was much harsher on us than he was of this particular post. But the correct answer, as Triumph the Insult Comic Dog would say, Diesel, is who gives a bleep? Who gives a bleep? What do you care that we have information that you wanted Garrett Riley and didn't get him? What do you care? Why do you care about going back? Don't you? Like, bro, you got an offensive line to worry about. You got better things to think about. Right. Like, what are you doing? I don't I, I still don't understand like why he wants to get in the mud with how things are portrayed, with why he's spending so much time worried about how things are portrayed. And guys, I wasn't the first media guy he went after. Dennis Dodd may have been. I I'm in the middle. Now it's Phil Cornblute. I guarantee you, Diesel, like what are the odds, Diesel, that we're gonna see a social media outburst from Shane? Okay, if I set the over-under at 0.5 media outbursts from Beamer against a media member before the end of 2024, over-under. <laughs> it's way over. It's way over. He can't See, help himself. Like, that's the problem. He can't help himself. He can't help himself. I don't, like, what are we doing here, guys? You have the ability to have your media relations team reach out to the host to say, hey, we think you are a little disingenuous. We think you are reactive, whatever it might be. And we would like to set the record straight. You reach out in a professional manner. But, see, we we also live in a world where people just want to – they're always looking for the gotcha tweet. Oh, I'm here to get you. I'm here to make you look stupid. I'm here to punk you. You know who did this the right way, Diesel? And I'll go ahead and give them credit for this now. The Carolina Panthers. Because um, last year, last January – we had a scoop that Steve Wilkes was not going to get the job. And we listed guys that were going to get interviews, and D'Amico Ryans was one of the guys that was in line to get an interview. And I got a call, and it was the Carolina Panthers. And we were on the air at the time. I called them back, and they said, Mark, you know, um, uh, we appreciate your coverage of our team. We just want to let you know that um, if you have a scoop like that and you want to run it by us in the future, you're more than welcome to do that. See, so do you see the difference in that with what then with what Shane Beamer did? Obviously, it's a very different tact. Like it's a very different tact. And I said, okay, what, can you tell me? Like, is your perception the is the information accurate? And they said, well, we we don't have a comment on what's going to happen with Steve Wilkes. We haven't heard the name D'Amico Ryan's attached to us. And then what happened? Steve Wilkes was not offered the job. You know what I mean? The base point of the information was accurate. D'Amico Ryan's was signed by Houston. But the, the, the point in the tweet that everyone was reacting to was that Steve Wilkes was not going to be hired. Steve Wilkes was not hired. Um, and it created kind of a firestorm. Instead of doing what Shane Beamer did, they called me. And they said, Mark, we want to invite you, if you have a scoop, to call us. You know, hey, Shane, I'm not hard to find. You know, I, I, I got the uh, Deion Sanders hoodie, Diesel. I ain't hard to find, right? You have the Deion Sanders hoodie. Uh, you ain't hard to find. You should have also invited him. Hey, if you want to feed me scoops and you want it to be accurate, yeah. if you want my scoops about your team to be accurate, why don't you feed me the information? I just don't You're get it. You're there. I don't, I like, I, guys, explain to me the need for your head coach 
to go volcanic on everybody who has a wording that he doesn't like. I think I think Shane knows that the lowest common denominator audience loves it. I think he knows that the Gamecock fans who are going to take this to Twitter, who are going to fight it out in every comment section from left to right, top to bottom, love this kind of stuff. It's crazy to me, man. Makes no sense to me whatsoever. Uh, Okay, my friends. Coming up next on the show, we've got our guy, Brent Beard, Heisman Trophy voter, new playoff format, already talking about expanding it to 14. Why? That's next here on Offsides. We are the Fan Upstate. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. 